Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. Uh, if I sound a little weird, I have a nicotine mint uh, just stashed under my tongue, uh, and I'm also on my second cup of coffee, so I'll try to keep my rambling to a medium pace. Let's get right into the list. You cannot see. Yes, a sense of normalcy. Finally, um, with the off-site recording uh, space open after all this quarantine shutdown stuff, Christina and I have been, uh, we recorded um, Nerd Vomit uh, in person last week. It was great. Um, we got off to a late start because obviously we hadn't seen each other in months and we were, you know, playing, you know, gossip girls with each other about some s stuff uh, and peoples. But, um... It was great, and we're getting together uh, this week, and then Deb and I are working on finding an off-site uh, place to get back to uh, for next week for no applause, just the clap. Uh, so I'm excited for kind of a sense of, of normalcy there. Um, yeah, there was social distancing, there was no bar seating, um, but we made it work, and it was fine, and it was great, and it was nice being out. It was nice seeing some people that I hadn't seen in, well, you know, almost three months. Um, you know, talking to the the server, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen you, and we kind of did like a little elbow bump, because we're not going to hug or anything, and we were wearing masks, and, you know, there was social distancing in terms of, like, where the tables were moved, and, you know, Christine and I sat across from each other as opposed to next to each other, which was fine, that's how we record any, well, we record next to each other normally, but across from each other was fine, um, but it, it was nice, it was nice that it was like, okay, this is a piece of my life I can have back on, on Mondays, so... You know, uh, I still don't really, the Starbucks by my house isn't doing uh, lobby seating, so I haven't really been going out on, on Tuesdays where I usually sit and, um, you know, edit everything. Uh, I, you know, I want to kind of stay inside for that. But, uh, you know, I've adjusted for the most part. Writing at home still is kind of not happening at all, which uh, kind of bit me in the ass this week, but what are you going to do? Um, it's my schedule, and I can slack off on it if I want, so to speak. Uh, new controller BS. What? Oh, yes. So, just, I have to get this off my, like, out of my head, is that uh, over quarantine, I had to figure out how to get a new uh, PlayStation controller because of the whole, you know, places were closed and, you know, quarantine and isolation. So, I got on, like, the Target.com app because that was the best one. Target was the only one that had any new controllers because everyone was staying inside and playing video games and buying controllers, um, apparently. So I did, like, the whole, like, touchless pickup thing, whatever, and that was, like, the middle of May. And what was going on, basically, I can't remember if I talked about it or not, but my original controller, which I bought with my PlayStation years ago, was doing what's called Dead Stick, uh, which is a uh, Air Force or plane flying term, uh, flying dead stick. You actually hear it in, I believe, Captain America's Civil War, where uh, they, they wipe out, um, oh, Rhodey, what is, a uh, war machine. And he goes, oh, I'm flying dead stick. Because I have that movie memorized, apparently. Uh, and what dead stick means, it's like, there's no control. The, the stick isn't working. Um, in terms of video games, it means that you're, like, the control, one of the joysticks is dying. So what was happening with the original controller was that, uh, the cursor or the controller would just randomly, like, move forward. So my character would just walk <laughs> without me even touching the controller. He'd just walk forward into firefights. It was annoying as shit, or walk off a cliff, or whatever. Um, 
And I, I didn't really notice until I started playing a first-person shooter called Destiny 2, which I've talked about ad nauseum, so we're not going to get into that. Um, so in the middle of May, I finally got a new controller, and I was so happy. Uh, and then, like, literally, like, last week, uh, it started dead-sticking and just going to the left. And I'm like, what the fuck? Luckily, I got on Target.com. I found the receipt. I brought it in. I exchanged it for a fancy new one that's like a Last of Us Part Two. Uh, exclusive design. It's kind of it's kind of cool, but the fact that I just happened to have to like deal with like thank God it was uh, I had thrown away the box because I was like oh after like two weeks like the thing works like I'm good and I was a little worried about having to like do the return especially because it was like I'd done it like through the uh, either I, I think online or through the app um, but non traditionally obviously and so I had to go and get like a I had to print out the receipt on a piece of like printer paper. And I just brought up the controller and was like, this stopped working in less than a month. And she was like, yeah, go grab a new one and we'll exchange it. And then she was like, oh, it's not the exact same thing. I said, well, you don't have the exact same thing because everyone's buying controllers because everyone's breaking them because we're all playing video games for the last three months in quarantine and uh, our isolation. And she was like, oh, okay, well, you know, do you want the, the extended warranty? And I said, yeah. And I said, good, I can just bring this back. And she was, oh, no, you'd have to, like, send it to the manufacturer, and they'll send you back. And I'm going, it's a controller. Like, if I want to play video games, then I don't have a controller for, you know, like, a month. That's stupid. So hopefully this will last me, at least until the actual release of Last of Us Part Two, which I'm very excited for in a couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I was happy that there was an ease to returning it, for the most part, uh, without a box with, you know, a, a weird-looking, like, you know, printed receipt. Um, but, you know, having a controller go out on me, go out on me, uh, like in like three weeks was bullshit. I, I'm not that hard on controllers considering my, the one I had before that lasted years. Uh, I know I'm not that hard on controllers. So, uh, let's see. I have no segues for this episode. Um, drafts for almost all shows. Yeah. Um, Kristen and I are going to be recording a really cool kind of March Madness like bracket of we're going to be doing like Disney characters, but it's like stilted. So there's like Pixar and villains and princesses and I think like Mickey Mouse and friends. But we're not like she and I don't have all four of those. Like we each have two of those and we will decide with a flip of a coin on who gets A go first on the draft and B who gets like which column. So that'll be real fun. Uh, to do that, we might do rock paper scissors. I might rip off uh, all fantasy everything for that. Not that they invented rock paper scissors, but um, and I probably probably will say it like Ian Carmel. I'll be like rock paper scissors. So, but anyway, uh, and then uh, I've been sitting on this like '90s TV, like '90s shows draft uh, like bracket thing for about years, uh, and I'm going to bring it to Deb. Assuming hopefully, if we do it off, if we record off site and we're in person, then we will do the draft. Uh, if not, then we will do it next month um, because it just has to be in person. Uh, it doesn't work real well with like Colin or her calling in, not like some person named Colin. And I got to thinking like, how would I do a damn draft? Like, would it be like weird neuroses? Should I play like neuroses bingo? That would be a fun one. Maybe I'll do a, a bingo card or something and go, hey, I hit neuroses bingo this month and this is what's on it. And I'll do like a monthly like, damn bingo. Uh, I just workshopped that right now, and I think it's a fantastic idea that I'm going to write down. Uh, lastly, because there was not going to be any segue into this last thing, um, I have been growing this this 
I call it a symbiotic rat creature, but basically it's an unkempt beard. For for isolation, I uh, had shaved my uh, friendly mutton chops, as they called them, uh, down to like stubble. So I was like, you know, almost clean shaven uh, at the beginning of this whole thing. And I've been letting it grow and I haven't like shaped it or anything. And it's gotten annoying to the point where I cannot wait to actually like shear it down to like an acceptable level. Um, but I, I can't bring myself to do it until I'm out of isolation, like back at work. So I've actually been looking into like beard care products, which I never really normally did because I kept my beard short enough that I really had to worry about it. Um, and you know, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money because this beard's going to come, you know, going to get sheared off eventually. Um, hopefully next, hopefully in about three weeks. Um, at that point I also look, you know, it, I'll take pictures. No, don't you worry. Um, I'll do before and after. And I'll take before and after because last week I saw Christine and another friend. And they were like, it doesn't look bad. Like, I forgot how, you know, because I had the, the mutton chops. They were like, oh, I forgot what it looks like with a full beard. And I'm like, no, it's it's never gotten like this long. And, you know, I've got like, what they call flyaways, like ones that, hairs that just go everywhere. And it's very Mountain Man-esque. And it's not like super long. It's not like Duck Dynasty long or anything. I just haven't really done a whole lot of grooming to it because that was kind of the point. Um, but I, I had to get, I got beard oil, um, which is, it's really good for the skin underneath the beard. Um, I was like researching stuff and people go, well, beard oil is more for the skin underneath your uh, beard uh, than your beard. Um, they go, you should get beard shampoo. And every person I either talked to who I personally knew who has a beard or anything I found online Everyone was like, you need to use beard shampoo. They also had full heads of hair. Here's the deal. I haven't bought a bottle of shampoo in I don't know how long because I've had a receding hairline since, well, very early on in life. I'll say that. Uh, I was in my 20s. So, uh, and I'd already started to get a gray hairs, and that didn't bother me. But the receding hairline, like, I'm, I'm going bald uh, if I'm not all the way there. It would, if I grew it out, it'd be like George Costanza bad, as I call it. So, I normally just shave my head every two weeks. Um, so, I haven't really bought shampoo. I use just regular soap. Um, I mean, I use, like, moisturizing soap, which, but apparently that's bad for the beard. So, I don't know, like, I, do I get the beard shampoo? Like, I'm so close. It's, it's three weeks. Like, it makes no sense. And the beard's not going to stay this long, uh, you know, unless, well, I, I, I can't go anywhere to, like, shape it. Uh, because I, you know, that's like, I gotta wear, well, I can't wear a mask if they're going to shape my beard. So that doesn't work. Um, I have to wait till places stop allowing, you know, masks to be used. Um, I, I guess in terms of going to like a grooming place. So yeah, I just talked myself out of beard shampoo, but I got the beard oil and it does make, you know, I mean, this skin's a bit more pliable, uh, pliable, it's softer, it's nice. It makes the beard a little easier to, um, like brush out and shape a little bit, which I guess I should be using beard butter for that but i can't bring myself to that to that level of commitment the one thing i will give it though it's even if it didn't work uh it's like this like shea butter and like sandalwood scented and it smells so good um i may can i may keep getting the uh beard oil just as like a almost almost like a beard cologne uh with with benefits a cologne with benefits um i mean I would say like let's let's you know make that, but it's it's effectively beard oil, good smelling, amazingly smelling beard oil. It's from every oh man, is it Every Man Jack? I want to say is the brand. Um, I bought it just because it was the least ostentatious. 
that wasn't like as hipstery. They did one that was like the honest Amish or whatever. And I'm like, that's ah, so hipster. Um, they had some really hipster brands. And then there were ones that were like, you know, I'm a lumberjack on the thing. Like I'm, uh, you know, like it's from Bounty or something. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want anything. that's like, I'm a man. I want something kind of, you know, between a hipster metrosexual and like um, Grizzly Adams, uh, but sexy Grizzly Adams. Was Grizzly Adams sexy? That's something to explore maybe on a different show. So, uh, on the note of a sexy Grizzly Adams, uh, who I would imagine that's how he had got the bear. Um, once again, we end on people having sex with weird things on this show, much like we did last week. So, from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Hey, bear fucker edition. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.